0: The Common Milkweed, an excerpt from The Wayside Flowers of Summer, a study of the conspicuous herbaceous plants blooming upon our northern roadsides during the months of July and August, by Harriet L. Keeler, 1917. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit the milkweed stands by the roadside sometimes a solitary stem but oftener two to five sustain and support one another it is a plant of dignity rather than beauty each flowering stem bears many large broadly oblong leaves that are of a grayish green soft to the touch above and velvety beneath and near the summit are two to five limp clusters of drooping flowers each cluster borne in the axle of a leaf the color of the clusters varies from youth to age but this is never quite pure always more or less muddied one does not pick the milkweed for a most excellent reason a striking peculiarity of the plant is the abundance of milk-white sticky juice that pervades it and which pours out of the slightest wound whether this be upon stem flower pedicel or leaf vein the authorities say that this is a kind of crude rubber if the stem is carefully cut and the end dried with a blotter the centre is seen to have around it a dark green ring and outside of this another pale green ring the milk exudes from the dark green ring this milk is not the sap of the plant it is a special secretion and very acrid to the taste which is a sufficient explanation why the milkweed is immune to attacks of grazing animals the milkweed blossom is of peculiar construction and almost as highly organized as an orchid. The sepals and petals, each five in number, fold back as soon as the flower opens and press closely against the flower stalk. Indeed, they take themselves out of the way so thoroughly that one almost forgets they are there. At any rate, it is the hoods and horns of the corona that attract attention. This corona consists of five hooded cups, nectaries, with an incurved horn in each. Within this circle of honey jars are the five stamens, difficult to separate because of their peculiar growth and arrangement. They grow from the base of the corolla, and the filaments connect with each other and surround the pistil, which consists of two carpels. Not only do they surround the pistil, the anther sacs have in-looking scarious tips which unite and form a five-sided disc. The whole stamen system has been compared to a cup upside down standing in the midst of the flower, the sides being the filaments of the stamens, and the top the united tips of the anthers. The pollen of each anther is collected into a club-shaped mass, which is joined to a similar mass formed by the pollen of the next anther. Thus, the connected pollen mass that looks like two clubs joined belongs to two separate stamens, which stand side by side. This entire arrangement shows very clearly and can be most easily studied in a fading flower. The pistil has an ovary of two carpels with two short styles united at their summits by a five-lobed stigmatic disc. In order to get a complete comprehension of the flower, it is well to study it in bud, in full flower, and when about to fall. The pollination of the flower has been clearly pointed out by Mueller as follows, between the hoods at the point where the edges of the stamen disc lie together is a narrow notch there are five of these in each blossom the bee of course seeks the nectar at the centre of the flower but this droops on a yielding pedicel so that she must continually struggle to keep her place with the result that she slips and slides and finally perhaps a foot slips into one of these notches the bee draws up her leg in the effort to escape and her foot catches here if she is strong enough she pulls it out and pulls with it two tiny club-shaped masses which cling to her leg after the fashion of bees she goes to another milkweed blossom and deposits the pollen mass there the entire arrangement is extremely intricate and not extremely successful, for many flowers fail of fertilization. Many insects, flies, bees, wasps, and butterflies come to the milkweed feast, but only bees seem able to pollinate the flower. If one compares the number of blossoms of a milkweed stem with the number of pods it bears, it becomes apparent that but very few indeed of the blossoms achieve fertilization. End quote. Anna B. Comstock, writing of milkweeds, says, quote, To open a milkweed pod is a joy and a delight. Take a pod still green, though full grown, open by pulling apart along the seam. This is not a seam with a raw edge. is furnished with a perfect selvage below the opening is a line of white velvet at one end and with their heads all in one direction are the beautiful pale rimmed brown overlapping seeds and at the other end we see the exquisite milkweed silk with the skein so polished that no reel could give us a thread of such luster If we remove the contents of the pod as a whole, we see that the velvety portion is really a seed support, and that it joins the pod at either end. Pull off a seed, and with it comes its own skein of floss, shining like a pearl. If we hold the seed in the hand a moment, the skein unwinds itself into a fluff of shining threads. Each thread thrusts itself out and rests upon air, and here is a balloon. End End of the common milkweed, an excerpt from The Wayside Flowers of Summer, a study of the conspicuous herbaceous plants blooming upon our northern roadsides during the months of July and August by Harriet L. Keeler. Read for LibriVox by Sue Anderson.